lot of you guys haven't figured out yet, Young Life is a pretty important ministry to us here. Um, I think uh, the last three area directors for Young Life, Dave Hine, myself, and Phil, are all here. It covers about 20 years of Young Life here in St. Joe. So the last 20 years has been you know, wellspring of folks uh, in charge and involved in that. A lot of folks in this room um, started their journey with Christ at a Young Life uh, camp or at Young Life Club. Um, real quickly, if that describes you, raise your hand real quick if you gave your life to Christ at uh, a Young Life camp, okay? So um, one of the things we like to do here um, is just celebrate the things that God is doing uh, in and around us. And so today we have the opportunity to hear from some campers and leaders that just got back from camp uh, last week. And so Phil is going to introduce those folks and kind of uh, interview them about their time and their experience. So I'll turn it over to Phil. Thank you. Hey, um, I am excited about an opportunity to share with you guys this morning. I apologize if for some reason I turn around and you see white paint on me. I've been painting trim in my house, and it's real tight quarters, and I worked real hard at getting it all off, but I'm not exactly sure I did. So um, I apologize for that. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know before we get going what all has happened this summer. Um, and also just to give you just a brief description of what Young Life is. Um, Young Life is a a ministry um, to high school and middle school students. Um, We are not not a church. Um, We are an outreach arm of the church. And our desire is that every high school and middle school student in the city of St. Joe, in Savannah, in Maryville, and in Fawcett would have an opportunity to hear the gospel, to hear about who Jesus is from somebody who cares about them. Um, and so we have these folks who are Young Life and Wildlife leaders, and, uh, and we, we train them to go hang out and be with high school and middle school students and get to know them and share the gospel with them. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is by uh, we take these trips in the summer, these grand adventures, um, so to speak. Um, we go to Wildlife Camp and we go to Young Life Camp. Um, this summer, uh, back at the beginning of June, our middle school students, our wildlifers, went to this place in Minnesota called Castaway. Um, which is Young Life Camp in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Uh, it's right there on a right there on a lake, and uh, they went there for and they were there for five days. Um, and they went with their wildlife leaders, some of them who are high school students, and you'll get an opportunity to meet one of them here in just a little bit. Um, and they get they went and they had a great speaker and somebody who shared the gospel with them. Um, and then they came home. And the beautiful part about Young Life Camping is that they come home with the with the leaders that took them there. So they get to come back and be with those leaders. Um, Just uh, not this past week, but the week before last, we took our high school folks out to Arizona to this place called Lost Canyon. Um, It was a long, long, long bus ride. Um, About 29 hours on a bus on the way out there. We did get to see the Grand Canyon, though, which was beautiful and amazing. Um, We went out there, and we got to hear from a speaker who shared the gospel with them. Um, And once again, those folks came back, um, and they got to come back with with their young life leader and get to share life and experience uh, experience life with them. Um, This past week, we've been, uh, a group of folks have been meeting here at Wellspring Church from 11 to like 1230 in the afternoon to, to to have some time and just community and hang out and be together and, and do some quiet time and, and learn about who Jesus is a little bit more. Um, there's also been a group of folks up in Savannah um, who have been doing that from 9 to 10 o'clock at night. 
Um, and so it has been a really great experience, and we have, we have had some grand adventures this summer. Um, all said and told, we, had, we took 112 high school students out to Arizona and 26 middle school students up to Minnesota. And so we want to share with you guys this morning um, about what our trips look like just a little bit. But before we do that, I want to read you a passage of Scripture um, that I think really tells, uh, kind of tells the entire story, and it's one that we've uh, talked about several times uh, as Young Life and Wildlife leaders this summer. Um, this is from Mark chapter 2, and I want to just read this to you. Um, this, this, the title of this is Jesus Heals a, Heals a Paralytic. And here's what it says. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that, they had, that he had come home, and so many gathered that there was no room left even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. And some men, came in, some men came to him, bringing him a paralytic, carried by four of them. And since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus, and digging through it, they lowered the mat with the paralyzed man on it. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their heart. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier for me to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, get up and take your mat and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And he got up and took his mat and walked out in full view of them all. And this amazed everyone. And they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. I want you to know... That it's not just high school and middle school students who go to these camps and hear and encounter Christ. It's also young life leaders. It's also wildlife leaders. It's also the crowd. Everybody who gets to be a part of this gets to encounter Christ. And so we are going to invite up not just high school students to share about their week, but we're going to invite up some young life leaders as well to share um, just a little bit about their experience with camp. And so I would invite you to lean forward and to listen a little bit. Um, and so come on up, fellas and ladies. Um, I'm going uh, to have them introduce themselves, um, who they are, where maybe they go to school at, um, although we do have one that doesn't go to school anymore, um, um, but how, and how they're involved with Young Life. And so I'm just going to pass this down the road here. Uh, my name is Drake Durbin. It's on. Put I'm it up a, real close to your face. I'm a junior at Benton High School, and on uh, July 3rd, I gave my life to Christ. My name is Tim Tremaine. I'm a senior at Central High School, and at Young Life Camp, I gave my life to Christ. My name is Paige Musser. Uh, I'm a senior at Central High School, and at Young Life Camp, I gave my life to Christ. My name is Jenna Oswald, <laughs> and I'm a senior at Central High School, and I'm a wildlife leader for Bodie and Truman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah DeGarmo, and I am a wildlife leader and also a young life leader now. Um, <laughs> 
And I don't go to school. Um, I'm graduated by about eight years, nine years, um, but I'm a volunteer. So. Yeah. Hold on to that mic because you're going to be the first okay. question oh, that I ask. Gosh, I, I would like last. for you, if you guys would do me a huge favor and just give them a mild round of applause. Because here's what I know. It is stressful being up here and speaking, and some, some of these folks I know would like to take a deep breath and, and, uh, and, and just breathe a little bit. So um, Sarah is going to be our first question, and here's what I would love to ask you, Sarah. Um, let me just ask you, what were some of the favorite parts that you had going as a Young Life leader to Lost Canyon? Um, I think that it's hard to pinpoint what my favorite parts were. Um, but in talking with my husband, my husband Leighton is also a wildlife leader. And this week I was like, in fact, I think it was yesterday, um, I was crying because I'm a girl and you know, (laughs) men and women alike in this room, you know, us women, we cry. And I said, Leighton, like, I just really had a hard time coming back from camp. Like I'm just having a hard time. And I was like, I just don't understand why. And he was like, it's because uh, camp is like a little taste of heaven. And it's so true. Um, It allows you to see what life is like the way God intended it. And I think that was my favorite part of camp was being surrounded by people who are like-minded in faith and who really just want to love kids and want to love each other. And that's what I miss most about camp is just being surrounded by a whole lot of love. And um, so I guess I want to share a verse with you that I kind of had found before camp, Um, but it's in Galatians 5, and it says, um, it's Galatians 5, 6, um, B, and it says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And I really feel like camp does an awesome job of just um, showing love to kids, showing love to leaders. there. And so that's my favorite part was just the love. And that's what I I miss coming back to our world um, is just that. So yeah, it is a little bit of a rude awakening when you wake up the morning after coming back from camp and realizing that 12 of your best friends or 12 of the people that you've just spent life with are not there um, and you're alone. Um, Well, I was with my wife, which was great. Um, (laughs) However, but to realize that, that, uh, that some of the folks that you've just experienced life with, you know, all of the same memories are not, are not there with you to wake up in the morning to. So um, I'm going to ask Paige the next question here. So if you pass the mic down. Um, while we were at camp, we had a guy um, who was Costa Mesa, California, who spoke. His name was Ryan Adams, um, and he spoke. I would love for you just to tell us a little bit about Camp, the camp speaker that was there, what you know about him, and what were some of the things that he talked about that caught your attention? Um, the camp speaker, his name was Ryan Adams, a.k.a. Radams, if we all called him Radams. Um, he was very um, open to us about, like, his past and, like, his growing up. He grew up without a dad, so his grandpa was his, um, basically, like, his father figure, and he grew up with just his mom. Um, he just shared a lot about his upbringing and his meeting his wife and their marriage. They only knew each other like three months before they got married. And to some of us, that's kind of like really crazy, <laughs> you know, each other for a long time before you get married. Um, 
And Radham's really talked about, um, he really challenged us to be vulnerable, which I've never really kind of been challenged to be vulnerable with girls my age and, like, around me. So that was um, a challenge that I took to heart, and I kind of accepted the challenge and faced it. Um, He also, there was another speaker that shared, like, his story, and he talked about it being, like, your walk with Christ not being uh, alone. It's a team sport. And Radham's really kind of took that and ran with it, too, talking about how um, your leaders are here for you to help your friends. Um, you're not in this alone. You get to walk through Christ with your friends, with your family, leaders, everybody who cares about you. Um, so that was really cool with Radams, And he used a lot of um, tangible things when he spoke. He, one day at camp, he brought in, like, a tree, and he climbed it in this room, which was kind of really weird. <laughs> and he had a boat, and he had a lot of, like, videos to show us and pictures. So um, it was really easy to, like, relate to him and kind of put it all together. Thank you for sharing, Paige. Um, we're going to pass it down to Drake here. Um, and, Drake, I'd love to ask you, uh, what... What were the things that you learned about being in a relationship with Christ while you were at camp? Um, I learned, because I kind of came into camp knowing who God was, but not really having a relationship with him. And I learned that, um, like, once you say yes to God, that uh, he'll never turn your back on you. And you you always have someone to walk with. And so that was really cool for me, because um, I was always like, oh, man, I'm going to mess up, or... But uh, he's always there for you, and um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) That is pretty awesome. That's pretty amazing. So um, you want to pass that down to Jenna. Um, Jenna is a high school student at Central, but she is a wildlife leader with middle school students at Bodie and Truman. And so she got to go to camp this summer as a high school student, but was leading middle school kids. And so she had a group of, how many girls were in your cabin? Like, like. Talking to the mic. Like 16 or 15. (laughs) She had like 16 or 15 middle school girls in her cabin um, that she got to hang out with. And and I'd love to ask you the question, tell, tell me what it's been like as a high school student leading middle school students in wildlife. And, and, more than that, like, how has that helped you grow in your faith because of your experience? Um, I think that being a high school student and being just, like, a teenager in general, I'm, like, kind of naturally, like, selfish, and, like, I kind of look out for myself a lot. That doesn't just apply to high school students, by the way. <laughs> but um, being a wildlife leader and going to camp as a leader like the first thing that you learn is how to like serve your kids and just like constantly serve and and like pour yourself into them and um giving just all of yourself no matter like how tired you are or how much sleep you didn't get the night before just like constantly being like you know what what do you want to do what how can I serve you and that's just something that I I never had to deal with before I was always being served growing up, and so, like, being able to learn how to serve the kids. And then that helped me grow because, um, in my faith, because um, I think when I started doing wildlife, I was kind of, um, 
looking for the glory in it. Like, I wanted people to see how I was doing, how I was helping kids. But after going to camp, you don't really want um, to point the glory, like, at yourself. You want to point it at God and point the kids towards Mm -hmm. God. And so um, being a high school student and going from that transition has been really awesome. It's helped me grow a lot. That's cool. And you came home with uh, 16 new best friends, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead and pass it down to, to Tim here. I'd love to ask him a question. Tim, Tim has been uh, a part of Young Life for a little while at Central High School. And um, uh, I'd love for you to tell me, Tim, about your relationship with your Young Life leaders um, and what it was like going to camp with your Young Life leaders. All right, well, my Young Life leaders are Phil Zwerink and DJ Brooks, and... DJ's right there. (laughs) Um, Having them as my leaders has been, it's been incredible. Like, I'm not much of an open book about my life, but they'd always come up to me every time they see me and ask me how I'm doing or if everything's okay, and with them, I do not hesitate to give a response in full depth of just what's going on in my life. And I'm very grateful for them and being able to open up to them. Having them at Young Life Camp, uh, it was awesome. They became two of my best friends. And just having them there, experiencing all that for my first time with them, it was it was just really eye-opening, and once again, I'm very grateful for it. And I, w- I don't want to disclose too much about Timmy without his, his, uh, his, uh, his uh, approval, but t- Tim had some stuff go on at home while, while we were at camp that was, uh, that was difficult for him to, to wander through, and, and uh, it was interesting for me and DJ as leader to be able to, to come around Tim and, and to just kind of befriend him and and more so than just uh than just a leader does so it it was it was good so um go ahead and pass that to Paige right there Paige I'd love to know tell me about the two or three the two or three things that you just loved about about being at Young Life Camp uh one of like my favorite things was being able to bond with my class more I've never been able to do that, and that being able to be with them all week, surrounded by them, like, and, like, on my bed all the time, like, my bed was kind of, like, the drop-off point, so got <laughs> kind of really close with them. Um, being able to just hear them, like, talk about themselves and me talk about myself and kind of feel, you felt important, and it was really cool, that part. Um Another part that was, like, was just being surrounded by, like, the beautiful mountains and the trees. I don't know. It was just so beautiful there. Um, One night before club, there was this, like, it had, like, started to rain. And there was this double rainbow above, like, a couple of the cabins. And it was just gorgeous. Like, and one thing Radom's always talked about was, like, wink, wink moments. Like, God, like, showing himself in tangible ways. Um, And then... 
one of my other like favorite parts about camp was just like doing the activities like with my cabin and being able to do like the ropes course even though that was really kind of dramatic um and like the bikes course and riding horses which was really cool um and just being able to hang out and do whatever you wanted during free time thanks for sharing go ahead and hand that back to tim there um tim i'd love to know like at the end of the week, they have this deal at Young Life Camp called Say So, and you stood up at Say So. Um, can you tell, can you explain for folks just a little bit about what Say So is? And, and I'd love to know why you stood up. Uh, Say So at the end of the week of camp, it was about the overall like uh, experience and relationship you had with God throughout that week and how close you actually got with him. Um, I stood up at the Say So Club because I had finally realized that I wanted to accept Christ in my life. Amen. Um, Go ahead and pass that down to Jenna there. Um, Jenna, I'd love to know what are the two or three things that you enjoyed about being at Castaway with middle school with, with middle school girls. Okay. Um, I really liked seeing all the girls, like, traveling on the way there. Um, everyone was kind of in their, like, own cliques, and, like, everyone was kind of with their friends and everything, and um, not everybody knew each other and everything. And then um, by the end of the week, we would have cabin time, which is, like, you know, nighttime devotions together and um all of the girls just like would just love on each other and just huddle around and it'd be completely different people than who they sat by on the bus there and and just everyone was just really connecting and it was beautiful to see how all of them became like sisters and with a bond like that so that was awesome okay and um I really liked eating together because the food is awesome and um, not everybody gets to eat meals together at home like with their family and so all of us girls getting around the table at nighttime and like sharing stories and being crazy and dancing at the table and just kind of hanging out um, was so fun and just talking about all the crazy stuff we did that day and and all the you know terrifying zip lines and, and big swing and everything <laughs> was just really awesome and it was so fun and so much so funny yeah good go ahead and pass that down to Sarah there Sarah um you know a lot, there are a lot of folks at Wellspring who have been to Young Life Camp but there are several here who have not and this was your first time being at a at a Young Life Camp um can you describe how it's set up to share the gospel well with the folks who are there. Yeah, um, I think that Young Life does a great job of kind of making your whole day set up to reflect the gospel. Um, You guys have heard us talk about club. Club is a time when um, the guest speaker um, talks in front of all of the kids, and we're all kind of in this big room together. It's almost like a theater room, and he gives kind of like a talk, like what Bob would uh, give his sermon on, except it's a little bit more applicable to 
like teenagers and their life and what they're going through. And then after that club, they send us all back to our cabins to have what's called cabin time. And that's more of like an intimate time that the leader and their, um, you know, their campers, you know, we would call campers, um, can all kind of sit around and talk about some questions over what that speaker had um, had just spoken over. And so it's a time when um, the kids can really open up and just be honest about what's happening in their lives. But I think that you can, um, so in, I guess in the club time, um, Radams, our speaker, talked about, okay, this is who Jesus is, um, this is what sin is, and then, you know, our last talk was about, this is how Jesus Christ saves us, you know, and so that was kind of key um, in, in how things are set up. But also, like, Young Life Camp is just beautiful, and so, um, you know, you've heard these kids talk about how beautiful it is and how it reflects uh, God's beauty, and so I think that's another way that um, Young Life has set up their facility to kind of reflect um, God. Also, there's some pretty terrifying rides that you have heard us talk about. And um, so there's horseback riding, um, which for me isn't terrifying, but for some people it really is. And um, there's bike riding. Um, there's a zip line where you start from like way over in the trees here and you like zip line into this like pond type thing, which is a little scary. I actually didn't do that. Um, there's a blob. And then there's the ropes course, which was also very traumatic for me. Um, And I wasn't really anticipating, okay, well, like ropes, you know, we did ropes our last day, I think our sixth day. And I was like, okay, ropes, no big deal, you know. So we show up, and you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm misjudging this, but like maybe 60 feet in the air, like attached by these little like rope dealy hoppers, okay? (laughs) And you're, like, doing some legit obstacle courses, but, like, 60 feet in the air. And at the very end, and I was the last person to go out of all my campers. I let them go before me. And, you know, I see we get to the very last obstacle course, and it's really, like, you're standing standing on the edge of, like, this ledge, okay? And you have a bar that's, like, right out there. And your obstacle is to jump from here to catch the bar. And, um, and I was watching all my girls do it, and I was like, man, this is sketchy. Like, <laughs> this is just sketchy. They, now, you, uh, you do have, you are attached by a rope, and you do have these two guys, these two wonderful, strong, burly men down there who are going to catch you if you miss the bar. But as I was coming up and I was watching all my girls do this, I thought, what a great example of faith this is. Like, you're standing at the edge of this, like, cliff-type thing, and you're jumping for this bar. And if you halfway jump, you won't make it. But if you all the way jump, if you jump with your whole heart and soul, you will make it. And so that for me, was just that wink-wink moment that Radams had talked about, which, by the way, can I tell you guys that there was a picture that was snapped of two eyes in the clouds above our facility. One was winking. It was creepy, crazy, awesome. (laughs) And so there are just a 
an amazing amount of ways that like Young Life has set up to share the gospel, and it's not just sharing the gospel in a way that's like somebody talking up in front of people. Yes, they do that, but there's just a whole lot of beauty and God's grace around that they um, they show as well. So, go ahead and pass that thing down here to Drake. Um, towards the end of our our week at camp, um, they give they give folks an opportunity to kind of go out and spend. 20 minutes of quiet, and I'd love to ask you, Drake, um, what, what, what was it that you did? Um, what was that atmosphere like? What was that environment like, spending 20 minutes of quiet? And what did you do during that 20 minutes? So, yeah, it was um, well, our second to last full day there. Mm-hmm. It was that Thursday. We just got out of club. And he tells us, we're going to go outside, go off by yourself. He's like, don't go with your girlfriend, your friend. Just go by yourself, and maybe for some of you, talk to God for the first time. And so we all walk outside. It's completely quiet, and they have every light in the camp shut off. It's so dark, I can't even see my hand in front of my face. I'm trying not to walk into people as we're walking. And, um, <clears throat> I, like, they were talking about we're really in the middle of this, like, canyon. We're surrounded by mountains, and you just couldn't see a thing. And so I'm walking, not really sure where I'm going, and I just stop over by the pool and sit down by myself. And at first I'm just praying, not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing at this time. And um, then I notice off in the distance it's real cloudy outside and it starts lightning. Like there's this lightning storm going off in the distance. Can't hear any thunder, it's not raining. But I'm sitting there and I just feel something just, I don't know, grab hold of me and I just start talking out loud. Just talking to God, I start crying like a baby. I don't even, like, just this rush of emotion just hit me, and I kind of, that's when I decided, you know, like, this is, this is real deal, and I uh, went back to my cabin. Justin hugged me, and I just kind of let go. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, I, I, I would love to ask you guys one last question. This is this may catch you off guard because uh, I didn't tell you that this was coming. Um, but I'd love to ask you, in light, of, in light of your experience, maybe at camp this summer, or your experience, um, your encounter with the Lord this summer, how would, what is your hope um, that, for your relationship with Christ this next year? And we'll just start here with you, Drake, and move down to the end. In light of your encounter um, with the Lord this summer, um, or with Christ, what is your hope for your relationship with Christ this this next year? Um, I just hope that it continues to grow stronger, uh, that I can grow stronger in my faith, and that he uses me to um, help other people maybe grow in their faith or find, help other people find God. So that's what that's I'm great. hoping for. Hmm. Um, I'd probably have to say I just I hope that he helps me out a little more to just build our relationship together and to help me like guide others around me that maybe didn't go to camp or are still lost a little bit, just to help them out and try to build a relationship for them. Uh, my goals for the next, or like what I hope to happen, um, just to grow more in faith and have him... Um, have God and Jesus kind of make um, their, pre- their presence, like, noticeable to me um, for me to f- follow and be more um, dedicated and be able to um, 
help others around me, <laughs> like find it. <laughs> um, one of our speakers <laughs> at camp, well, the speaker at camp, there wasn't multiple. Um, she, uh, her like main thing was kind of to um, talk about how we find a home in Christ. And, um, and, um, like, we become a family in that. And, um, I think that all the girls became a family at camp. And, um, seeing God work in my life that way and work in their lives through that has just been so amazing. And I want to continue to, um, have God help the girls through me uh, spread the home of Christ and, like, the love of Christ and, like, the family that we find in him. And that's just what I want to do. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of alluded to this um, earlier, but I'm actually not normally a young life leader. I'm a wildlife leader mm-hmm. with Jenna here. And so um, I didn't go to wildlife camp. My husband did. That's for the middle schoolers. And um, But I, I got a phone call like a week before camp that was like young life camp that was like, hey, we kind of need an extra leader. Like, would you be willing to go? And I was like, sure, I don't know any of those girls, but, you know, I'll wing it. And um, And so I went not having any, like a lot of these leaders have spent a whole year with um, with their kids, like getting to know them and pursuing them and showing them who Christ is. And I didn't have any of that with my girls. And so when I got kind of thrown in with Savannah, um, my girls were a little bit disappointed because they didn't know who I was, what I was doing there. Um, and it was just a great example of how God can use you. And um, it's about God, like what Jenna was saying. Like, we are just a vessel. And so I think for this next year, just continuing to realize that I am just a vessel for whatever God has called me to do. And it's not through my power or anything that I've done or accomplished or can take glory for. It's, um, it's all about showing God's love. And so my girls opened up some, some pretty intense things um, even on the first night. And I was like, wow, that is God, because I have not done anything to make these girls trust me or love me or anything. And by the end of the week, we were best friends. And that was not of my doing, that was of his. And so just, I think for this next year, just allowing God to use me as his vessel is kind of what I'm looking forward to. Thank you. Let me pray for us real quick, and then I'm going to ask you guys to give them a round of applause, and then I have one more little thing that I'd like to say. So let me pray. Generally, Father, Lord, I thank you so much for, um, for Drake, for Tim, and for Paige, and Jenna, and Sarah. Lord, I thank you that you are at work in their lives. Lord, that you have begun a transformation process that you will bring to completion at some point. Um, but Lord, that, the, that there is much more to be done. So, Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you for giving us an opportunity to spend time with them and be with them. And, uh, Lord, it's in your holy name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody give it up for these folks. Can I have one more little? 
I just, I do want to say, um, I just want to say thank you uh, at, from, from a Young Life perspective. Wellspring Church has been absolutely wonderful in supporting us, um, both financially, prayerfully, and just surrounding us with uh, care. Um, and I, you guys are, are some of the folks who make it so that uh, when, I, when I read that passage of Scripture, I look at Young Life leaders and I go, we're the, we're the friends who are bringing our friend on the mat to the feet of Jesus. And uh, without folks like y'all, that doesn't happen. Um, and I know that's happening beyond the walls of Young, beyond young Life. Um, it happens in a lot of different places. But just from our perspective, I just want to say thank you to Wellspring. Um, you guys are wonderful, and we appreciate y'all very much. Um, and what a blessing it is to be a part of what God is doing. I mean, these folks are a huge testament um, to that, and, and it's a blessing for us. And so thank you. We appreciate you all very much. We can sit down. I'm going to go ahead and let the band get into position here for um, our last song. Listening to Drake and Tim kind of made me wonder if I went through puberty or not. Those guys are like, yeah, I was at Young Life Camp, and it was pretty cool. And I'm like, hey, guys, welcome to Wellspring. So when you guys come in here every week, you look at the, um, if you look at the top part of our program, you see this mission statement for our church, which says creating a new normal for the next generation. And um, you know, the whole reason that we started Wellspring was for high school kids, for young adults in this community to, um, to understand that, you know, the life that's kind of been handed to them maybe um, from birth, the family they were born into, the, the issues, the complications, and the blessings that come along with that, we didn't have a whole lot of control over. And some of us as adults are still trying to kind of recover from that time. Um, and others of us um, grew up in amazing families with awesome Christian parents that blessed us in ways that we didn't deserve either. We didn't, we didn't choose to be lucky enough to be born into that family. And so... If you grew up in a family like that, you have a responsibility. God has blessed you um, in, in amazing ways to, to share that, to replicate that in other places, to be a blessing to other people. For a lot of us who, who kind of grew up in, in maybe some um, broken homes, some homes where there was um, maybe, you know, divorce or, or families that didn't go to church, didn't know much about Christ, just because that was the story that was handed to you doesn't mean that that's a story that has to continue on in your life. That God's in the business of taking broken things and making them new. And, um, you know, I'm going to celebrate 22 years of marriage with my wife this summer, which is awesome. And um, being a part of this church community um, has been a blessing. We just want you guys to know that you're welcome here. Um, anytime you want to come to Wellspring, uh, you'll see some friendly faces. So thank you guys so much for listening to their stories this morning. And uh, thank you guys for being willing to share with us. We really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and stand as we uh, close today.
turn that on. Thank you. Hey, uh, as much fun as it was to celebrate with these guys today, we also have some kind of sad news for our church community. We've got some folks that uh, this is their last Sunday here. Um, so if Jordan and Anna could come up and join me real quick. Um, uh, they're going to be moving to Kansas City here this month. Um, Anna, you probably know because you see her up uh, leading worship a lot uh, here. And um, Jordan has served on our board um, here at church and uh, counts the money after church and, uh, you know, just does some uh, some good things for us here. And uh, they've been involved in small group and, and serving in just so many different ways. Um, I think they've been around probably about six years maybe just a couple of years after we started, Anna was finishing up college. And um, so they've just been a huge part of our community. It's really sad to see them go um, for a lot of different reasons. So we want to pray for you as we send you off today. Um, so if we could get their small group and just people that know and love Anna and Jordan to come up and surround them and um, send them off uh, today. So... So I'm going to be singing all the female parts from now on. So, um, yeah, you can pray for that as well. Now let's pray for them today. Heavenly Father, we are just um, just so grateful that we have gotten to share a part of the journey with Jordan and Anna. Um, I remember standing up, um, officiating their wedding, and uh, just doing some great things, uh, being a part of their life, and so many people here surrounding them have have been a part of their story, have shared uh, the first part of their married journey together, and now as they move on to Kansas City, God, we we just want to send them off with a blessing, Lord, and just um, for whatever lucky church um, gets to to see the next part of their journey, Lord, we pray that you would just lead them to a place um, where they can, um, God, just develop friendships, uh, be able to use their gifts uh, to serve you, and to be a blessing to others. So we pray that you would go before them. I know they're they're looking for a place to live. And, and so I pray just in all the details of moving and, and um, finding a place to live, finding a church to be a part of God, that you would just be uh, going ahead of them and preparing a way for them. God, and um, Lord, we just um, thank you for community. We thank you that... Um, as hard as it is to see people go, that we're, that we're so grateful that, that we got to experience friendship with them for a while and to know that in eternity we'll get to, to hear Anna sing forever. So that's exciting. So, Lord, we thank you for what an amazing God you are. Thank you for these two that have been such a blessing to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Yes. Hey, have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday.